smell it? Do you smell it? You sure? Welcome to a very special episode of Skoden Cinema Presents Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation. I'm sitting today with two of my very good friends uh, from Oki Podcast and a whole plethora, actually, of media uh, jobs, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) The hardest working man in uh, in my circle, for sure. Maybe the hardest working man in Oklahoma, uh, Mr. Russell Sun Eagle. What up, what up? Thanks. And then I've got my very special friend here, uh, Mr. Chris Hill. Mudo! And today we're going to be discussing uh, the legend, or the story, I should say, uh, about uh, Tall Man and... uh, uh, myself, I, I've explained on a few episodes, um, I am Muskogee Creek, and uh, there's two two stories that I've heard uh, about the tall man, uh, one being um, sort of like, uh, uh, like a group of people that existed, that lived amongst the Muskogee um, people, but they were told kind of not to associate with them, kind of like bees, I guess, kind of leave them a bee and they'll leave you be. And then the other story I've heard is uh, about Estajepko, which is uh, Longman, and uh, Chris is here uh, to kind of help, you know, tell us more about that because uh, I don't really know. I, I've told you guys before I didn't really grow up um, too traditional, so everything I've learned is just through from my elders or through my good friends, and uh, so I'm excited to be here today to have this discussion with, with two of my closest friends. So, Mado guys, for being here, mm. I, I really appreciate. So, uh, who wants to kick it off? Well, I mean, uh, I guess I, I guess I can. You know, uh, one, you know, uh, I really like that movie. First of all, you know that that that's an old. Uh, to me, that was like the keenest movie. When I was a little guy seeing it, you know, and just like you were saying, you know, Creeks, we've got a lot of stories, you know, about Tall Man, you know, and uh, a lot of times that, you know, uh, our uh, elders used to say, you know, we were very respectful to him, you know, uh, he gave us a lot of medicines, you know, uh, even at the grounds, you know, uh, some of the medicines that that they used at some of these ceremonial grounds, you know, were given to him, given to us by him, you know, and you know a lot of that kind of stuff is kind of I don't want to say forgotten, but I know some don't want to deal with those kind of things anymore because there was a certain way of life when it came to making medicine, not only for creeks, but you know across the board you know and there was a certain way of life that you had to live you know and and 
you had to know these medicine songs correctly. You know, you didn't just get out there and just spit anything you want in that, you know, in that water or with those herbs. You know, so, you know, I know a lot of those type of things. I mean, today what you see at the grounds is very, very, uh, I want to say up-to-date, I guess, you know, adapted, you know, uh, because you, you know, you know, the ones that really knew those things, they would say, you know, this is something that I wish somebody would have taken on, you know, and, you know, a lot of these ceremonial grounds are no longer around anymore either, you know, and it doesn't have anything to do with that. It's just had to do with, uh, colonization you know uh, going in there and a lot of these uh, ceremonial grounds were lost due to you know property taxes and you know just underhanded type of things you know that that has happened during you know our stay here in Oklahoma but you know if you were able to go back in time you know where where these people spoke their traditional languages at these grounds, not this updated Muskogee, then you would have learned a lot of those type of things, you know, and those a lot of type of those songs. But, you know, even today, I might be just kind of rambling, but, you know, the bottom line is, you know, some of these songs and, and medicines that they used to use came from, you know, Tall Man. You know, and he was a tool of the creator as you might say he would come and you know uh, protect the force and you know help us you know when we were really at a desperate need you know kind of like today you know we're dealing with covid you know sicknesses that we don't understand then you had these entities like the tall man or the little people that would come you know to us and was was sent to us by the creator you know he would send them and they would teach us about these medicines and these songs you know it wasn't like today where people just bust out you know cedar or you know whatever they use today you know there was incantations or songs that went on this to make it make it so and with that with that combination you know you could do some great things but you know anyway make a long story short you know this uh movie you know that, that you're going to talk about you know uh that was the introduction to non-natives you know when natives went and seen this i remember being a little guy going going to oak mogi to see this in the theater mm. and man it was packed full of creeks <laughs> you know it just smelled like fry bread in there no <laughs> But uh, creeks, you know, back then, you know, they like sour cornbread, so I'll say it's not fumby in there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> People's real sour in there. But, you know, uh, you know, back then, you know, you, you had lots of Indian folks in the theater. I can remember that. A lot of my relatives, I'd see them, and they was all yeah. pumped up. You know, when that scene, 
I might be jumping ahead. No, but, go ahead. But, you know, that scene where, you know, that arm comes through that window to grab somebody, <laughs> man. Yeah, a bunch of them just start hollering, hooping. And, you know, it, it, was, it was a very moving movie because a lot of those guys, they had stories, yeah. you know, of seeing him and, and you know, a lot of those older folks, you know, like you were saying, to respect him, you know, to not get in his way, you know, not to do these things, you know, like today, you know, heck, they're trying to hunt him. And you see all these other movies that are crazy, you know, talking about him having all kinds of (laughs) ways, I guess, you know, and and I'm like, dang, you know, say, He's impregnating people, and I'm like, God, what's that? Prime Fear, or what's that Bigfoot movie? That's uh, oh my gosh, I have, I've seen it too. It's made by the same people that did um, Blair Witch too. Um, golly, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. I have a copy of it too. Is it called Ex- 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 Exists or something like that? I don't know, but I know what you're talking about. But anyway, you know, yeah, he takes that girl into that cave, and I'm like, God. Yeah. <laughs> so I've never heard nothing like that, you know, sacred being doing that kind of thing. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I guess uh, the Internet's corrupted everybody, I guess. I don't know. But. Well, for those of you who are, who are uh, kind of confused right now about the... Uh, primal Rage? Primal Rage. Yeah. Primal Rage. That's it. <clears throat> Uh, the movie that we're, we're going to be talking about uh, on the episode is, is The Legend of Boggy Creek. And um, it's a movie that I grew up with. It was one of those, uh, again, one of the, what I always call those video store gems that you kind of come across. I was not old enough to, to see this in a theater. Um, I discovered it uh, on the wonders of, of VHS. So um, that's, that's my only experience with it. I wish I was around, though, to, to, to see it in a theater. You know, I know Circle Cinema showed it. Uh, Sometime last year, they had a big rest restoration, like 4K restoration of it. Um, so anyway, I know that they showed it. But um, I guess my first question is, um, like, can you describe, like, what what a tall man is? To, I mean, like, physically, is it, is it, like, everything, that the stories that we have heard or that are not stories, but, like, the, what am I trying to say, the... You know, like the common descriptions. Like when you think of aliens, you think of like grays. Is is tall man kind of the same? Like for Muskogee Creek. Yeah, I mean, um, <clears throat> to kind of describe him, you know, of course he was a tall. You know, they always said he was a tall figure. You know, mm-hmm. tall, tall looking man, man like, but you know, with a lot of hair. And uh, they used to describe him kind of having like an old Indian face. You know. Nowadays you hear him, you know, different ways. But his twin is the one that gets all the <laughs> bad rap today, you know, uh, the one that you're not really supposed to name. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the one with the red eyes mm-hmm. that causes negativity. Uh, they say, you know, if you're in the woods, you go across this path, you know, you just get lost, you know, or sometimes you even lose your mind. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they have a lot of stories like that. You know, uh, I can remember there's a young, well, he wasn't a young man, but uh, he was a little bit older than I was, and he was a churchgoer. But, uh, you know, the, the story was, you know, he, of course, he couldn't really communicate. He couldn't talk. You know, they said when he was little, he could really speak. You know, he could speak fluent creek and english you know he was one of those guys you know kind of creeks really went to him and 
asked him to help interpret, you know, and things like that. And said so he was running around in the woods, you know, where he wasn't supposed to be, you know, and he ran across something. And he was missing for several weeks. And everybody looked for him. You know, they got the police and, you know, a few of the locals in that area to look for him. And finally, they finally found him about seven weeks later. He wasn't too far from home. He was just standing in the field, you know, just this glazed look on him. And, um, of course, the police took him in and, you know, they had a DHS, you know, do all these tests on him, took him to the doctor, you know, they just said, we can't explain it, you know, uh, maybe in time, you know, he'll start, you know, talking and, you know, start acting right, you know, and stuff like that, but, you know, they gave him different medications and stuff like that, and none of that really helped, so the family took this uh, young man to uh, um, a seer, and that seer looked at him and, you know, told him, said, you know, told the family, said, you know, he ran across that path and he was around them. And sometimes that can kind of short circuit you. And, you know, he said, I can doctor him where, you know, he, he'll be all right physically, but, you know, basically his mind is already gone. You know, he'll, he'll be, you know, all right. You know, and I remember seeing him at church, you know, when I was growing up, and he would just sit there, you know, family bringing me in, and, you know, he's, he can dress himself, he'd eat, but, you know, he wouldn't talk or anything. And, you know, there were several stories like that, you know, and when you, as a kid, you see now, like, man, I sure enough ain't gonna go out there, but. Yeah. <clears throat> Are the sightings, like, when you, when you, something like that happens, is that more of like, uh, a one-off or is that is it like a continual like like a what am I trying to say like a like a pandemic but you know what I mean like where it's like is there more, multiple sightings or is it usually just like a one time like just kind of came across it by accident or well for myself you know I, I have seen him you know and um, but you know I remember hearing uh, from my elders you know they used to say when you seen him you know, it, it kind of, there was, oh, oh, how you say, symbols, symbolism mm -hmm. behind seeing him. There meant that something was going to happen big, or uh, there might be, you know, problems where that area is. And what I mean by that is I went to, uh, I was a younger guy, I guess, in my teens, and uh, I was down at one of these grounds, uh, ceremonial grounds, and uh, me and a few others seen him walking in the distance of the woods of the ceremonial grounds, way back that way. And, you know, we went and told our, our relative, and he was the Helix Hyatt of that ground. And, you know, he said, well, this grounds is in conflict and so that's a sign that we need to do something you know there's something that we, we we've got to do here mm -hmm. 
So, you know, you know, the next day, you know, I know they went into a meeting and whatever they discussed, you know, I know that was on the top of the agenda mm-hmm. and they took care of things the way that they were supposed to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it just depends, you know, he, he's a guy that everywhere, if he wants to, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, white folks are always trying to capture him or catch him, you know, and, you know, natives, we know that, you know, he's a supernatural being, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's like the ultimate Healy's Hyatt, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he knows things that we don't know you know and and you know long time ago those indians used to talk about how they had the power to travel to shape shift or to be invisible mm-hmm. and you know where you think we got those type of things from you know this is the guy you know you want to go and learn those kind of things instead of hunting him or or bothering him be respectful to him Take him gifts. See if he'll come and teach you what you need to know. You know, and they always said, you know, if you come to him in that good way, you know, you'll be surprised what what gifts he might give you. You know, but again, they always used to say, you know, don't, don't ask for something that you don't need. You know, uh, old Indians, they were against that being arrogant and showy you know they were humble people nowadays we like to be flashy like this but but, uh you know they didn't know how to you know they always want to be heard and you know be seen but you know that wasn't that wasn't the right way you know and uh, i hate to reference it like this but you know if we were more like him you know, this world would be a better place, you know, taking care of the environment, Mm -hmm. taking care of our families, taking care of those, those things that we need to take care of. And, you know, I I don't hear people talk about him like that these days. Mm -hmm. I always talk about, let's catch him. Let's do this. Let's do that. Or he's doing all these nasty things, you know, and (laughs) I'm like, God, (coughs) but, uh, you know, uh, I don't hear, you know, people saying, well, you know, we can learn from him right. on, on a lot of things. So, anyway. Well, do you think that those those songs or those medicine, are they still around? Or is that something that's kind of been lost through, you know, just forgotten or lost? No, I, I believe, you know, uh, I I'm wholeheartedly believe that. You know, not only with the Muscogee Creeks, you know, I know they've got some of these things, but I know some of these other tribes do too, you know. And so whether they're willing to share those type of things, you know, again, there was a way of life. You know, you just didn't show up and be the most boisterous or think you're the keenest. You know, you had to be humble. Right. Well, that's something hard for Indian folks today. We all... <laughs> Well, all got to know everything, you know, and, you know, sometimes we don't, you know, and this is what was told to me, you know, so, you know, I, I do my best to kind of share what I know, which isn't much, and I probably left something out, you know, (laughs) 
So I know somebody's gonna say, God, that guy, you know, he think he knows something. But. Well, I was gonna ask Russell. It's like I know just my own, like my, my own culture, you know, Muscogee Creek. Um, but what about Pawnee? Do they have, I mean, any stories about a tall man or or things like that? No. Well, like remember when we did that? Well, I was gonna go back to your um, like the whole invisible thing or knowing things before they like happen like with him remember when we did intertribal chat with uh magnez and yeah. fried potatoes and all them and ian and stuff and I remember uh kevin james and steven were talking about that serpent in that lake oh yeah 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 so like oh, i forgot what lake it is but there's a serpent there's like a giant serpent that lives in that lake and i guess it would be like the same thing like it knows like when people are looking for it or trying to capture it and it, it disappears under these tunnels and it goes into another like not dimension but another like part of water where i guess maybe it is known or it's not known but it always knows like when maybe something's bad about to happen and i guess it's like and just prior to that too or maybe it was after that there was like a video on youtube randomly on my recommendation and it was talking about this uh, other giant serpent i think in alaska and how this thing's like a it's like a like a protector like it's not nothing bad or anything it's like a protector like it it can show you things you know like give it maybe give it a gift or something you know or it can show you just whatever you need to know you know like if you need to know something and so and that's what they're saying about that one up there like it knows when danger's around maybe and then it'll like disappear or you won't see it for a while but people will see it like it's like another giant kind of serpent but it's like a a supernatural like being like a god or something from back in the day but that's what when you told me about bigfoot like you know like he knows like when to leave when to not be seen when to just kind of get out of sight i guess you know from these people that want to capture him for some reason i don't know why like you know i was told like just don't bother him you know, like, I mean, we don't have any stories, though, going back to that. But I just, I've heard, like, I guess he's around, Pawnee, but nobody really has, like, any, there's, I never heard, like, any, like, stories or anything f- about Bigfoot in Pawnee. But I guess he's, like, always around or something. Mm-hmm. But he's not, like, really, like, like, we got, like, other stuff, like, <laughs> like, jack-o'-lanterns and, like, the LPs and. And Monkey Man. <laughs> you got that one. Have you heard of that one? I haven't heard that one. Unless so, you're talking about oh, Pat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. no, so I, from what I heard is like, it's like an old, kind of like, I don't know. If I'm, if I'm butchering this, don't come at me. But it's like an old, like, this is what I heard. Like an old, like, kind of experiment from, like, our people back in the day. Like, who can who can make the best whatever animal or something but this monkey was like able to like speak and like stuff but i don't know it people describe it as like as like a long tail has like sharp teeth sharp claws or whatever and it's pretty tall it's not tall as bigfoot but and maybe that's the wrong description too maybe it's nothing like that but you know it's like these stories that just maybe it's a made-up story too i don't know you know but it's just like you stay out of the woods. You might see it. It might do something to you. I don't know. 
So, I mean, there's just like all like, all kind of crazy stories that you kind of acquire throughout your life, I guess. And you don't know, like, really if that's, like, real. Like, I know Bigfoot's, like, real. I know, like, LPs are real. But it's just kind of stuff that comes out of left field where you're kind of like, I don't know, it might be real, it might not. You know, there's not really a lot of, like, Bigfoot's, like, everybody knows about that. Like, mm-hmm. everybody has a story. Everybody has some kind of, like, just an experience, I guess. You know, there's a lot of people that do. And so, I don't know. Have you heard anything about Bigfoot and Pawnee? The only, the only Bigfoot I've heard about is uh, Pat Lee and Fox. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. No, I've, I've heard... Uh, um, I've heard stories about him down by Black Bear Creek. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people go down there fishing, and, and uh, they've seen things down there. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, a few years ago, I was, I started to do, uh, it was one of my first Bigfoot events. And uh, someone sent me some pictures from Black Bear Creek, you know. And of course, they weren't too clear but they said, you know, you stick around and try to get a clear picture of him. He said, when I seen him, I was blazing, you know. I would left all my fishing equipment and everything there. But, you know, that picture that he had sent, you know, it was, you know, you could tell there was something there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just standing by the, I don't know, by the water. And uh, it was, uh, I guess it was across the, the water from him. And the way he took that picture, I mean, it was looking at him. You know, you could tell. But, you know, whether it was clear, you know, it wasn't too clear. You know, you could probably say whatever. But I believed him. You know, I believed the the his story and the and the, the sighting that he had done. You know, because I've I've heard other stories from other individuals that's been down there on Black Bear Creek. You know, mm-hmm. and so. You know, it made sense to me. You know, I even heard uh, their stories. Uh, I was just told a story that someone had seen him in a field over, I want to say, a yellow horse. Was that, was that correct? Oh, yeah, that's that's where I live. We lived. I'm living no more. Well, kind of back in that field. field. Mm-hmm. And they said they saw him, and, uh, you know, they got spooked, and... Uh, so they went home, and uh, they called, uh, I guess, tribal, mm-hmm. tribal police, and you know they said, "Well, there's stories about him. Just you know, don't don't worry about." It. So the next day, him and a couple of his relatives they went out in that field, and sure enough, they found some tracks. Mm-hmm. And uh, my understanding, he's got a cast of it, but you know he don't want nobody really. Mm-hmm know about it but you know he said he'd bring it up and show it you know but Mm -hmm. it's for his personal Mm -hmm. uh knowledge you know that he isn't crazy what he saw was he was what he saw Mm -hmm. so well like experience wise i guess i i guess i kind of do but is my mom married this guy he lived out by sooner lake and Man, he lived way out in the country in his trailer house, and it was it's pretty scary out there. As a kid, like, there's no lights, no nothing. Like, it's just his trailer and land, and it's trees, and 
it's freaking scary. But I remember, like, I don't know. I I stayed out there one night, and he was talking about Bigfoot. Like, yeah, and like he, he comes around here, you know. like I, And, like, I knew about Bigfoot, but I just figured, like, oh, you know, he might be trying to scare me or something, you know. And, and but it did, man. I stayed up all night. Like, I didn't sleep all night. And I... And I slept in the front room of his trailer in this just giant window with like a little curtain. And I just stayed on the so on the couch, just staring like at that window, like I don't know, like something was like possibly gonna look at me. But anyways, as the years went on, like I got a little older and stuff and he was like there's a pond kinda by his house or whatever, it's like maybe twenty yards and anyways we went out there and it was me and my cousins and he gave us like 22s i guess and he was yeah he's he's around here like he'll come and you know drink from his pond or whatever so we went out there and sure enough man there's like giant footprints like like sasquatch footprints and they're all around that lake and they went off into like the forest and i mean i was like well it could be his but i mean it, he didn't have that big of feet like they were like legit like in his pond area mm. and so that freaked me out, dude. And then there was another time where I, I stopped staying out there. Like, I told my grandma, I was like, I don't want to stay out there. There's another time where he came over to our house at my grandma's house on Yellow Horse. And he was like, yeah, uh, you know, I was by myself and something just hit the side of my trailer. And it made this giant, like, dent, like, in his trailer. And so we went over there, like, daytime. And sure enough, like, there's this giant, like, dent, like, something headbutted or punched or something like right in his trailer mm. i was like yo i'm not yeah i'm not going out there never again. That. <laughs> and, and so <laughs> yeah and then i never like went back out there and and then they divorced or whatever but but yeah that was like but that was around oto country no that wasn't pawnee i guess is that oto country center lake i think so yeah yeah so i mean that's that's out there that was probably like my only i guess experience with it not Pawnee though nothing really in Pawnee mm. I know uh, you know of course the Otos and Ponkas you know they really got a lot of stories of seeing him you know especially those Ponkas you know they say uh, I can't think of that road but they have a, a road that's kind of famous for you know sightings of seeing not only one but multiple you know beans i guess and so uh i've even heard stories that they seen you know um uh, what they call it? young bigfoots i mm. guess is what you'd call it but uh yeah um i think it's very fascinating that you know their theory and, and all the things that the, their stories about Bigfoot, you know, they talk about communicating with them. A lot of those uh, Ponkas, you know, they'll go out and visit with him, you know, about certain things, you know, to help them, you know, in their spiritual, I guess, uh, walks, I guess you might say, you know. Mm -hmm. And, of course, they come and bring them, you know, gifts, you know, and, you know, to me, again, that's kind of a common story that you hear, you know, even up north, you know, those Sioux, you know, they've got stories like that, too, you know, uh, seeing him and even those uh, ones in, 
in Navajo country, you know, they've, they've got stories kind of similar to that. You'll hear stories like that, that they might see him, you know, walking on a hill or, you know, something, you know, they'll leave him, you know, they like to leave him like fruits and, you mm-hmm. know, uh, certain things like that. And I think, wow, that's cool. I'd be wanting to come <laughs> around to you giving me sweets, I guess. No, make that Bigfoot diabetic. No. It'll be all insolent next time you see you. Candy bars. Ah. <laughs> pack of soda. <laughs> Bigfoot can't see you. will be walking around through the woods. No. <laughs> no, sugar's too high. No. <laughs> Now that's real Indian right there. Bro. <laughs> the fried bologna sandwich. Yeah. Oh. That block of Camachis. Yeah. There you go. Make that big old Bigfoot sandwich. Boy. <laughs> like that way. Boy. Well, do you think like the people that do see him, do you think that they are meant to see him? Or do you think it's like an accident? Or is he revealing himself because he wants to be seen? Or is it like, what do you think about that? Like... Well, I mean, you know, from what my upbringings and, you know, just like I said said earlier, you know, I was always told there's a purpose behind that when you see him. Right. Know, something, something is going to happen, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's good or bad. He's mm-hmm. warning you, you know, so sometimes you got to learn to listen to nature, you know, and, you know. I will say this for for the most part the people that I've talked to and you have to remember mine's different than you hear a lot of these other Bigfoot organizations you know they're talking to non-natives mm-hmm. you know that kind of got that I don't know that wild concept I guess mm-hmm. but for the most part most of the people that I've talked with you know they were Indian folks and whether they were far removed or whether they were real traditional type Indians, you know, it came to be true that when they seen it, you know, something eventually did happen, whether someone passed away or maybe, I hate to say it, but, you know, maybe their uh, tribe got into a conflict, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, just, or, you know, sicknesses came to that community. And, you know, I like to kind of say this, you know, um, like I was saying, I was doing these uh, Bigfoot events. During that time, you know, I had several natives come to me and tell me, I seen him, I seen him. There was no doubt about that they seen him. And in that area where where we had this event, you know, several Indians had seen him. And the big question was, why is everybody seeing him? I remember one one person asked me, said, you know, everybody's seeing him. You know, how how is this possible? You know, at one time, you know, you don't you might see him like once in a great wild or here and there, you know. But, you know, this was like constant. Someone over here saw him. Someone over here saw him, you know, and they were seeing him, you know, by the rivers and by uh, the housing projects. And they were hearing him, mm-hmm. you know, bellow, you know, at night and even during the day, you know. 
And I want to remind everybody, this was right before COVID. And we were all sitting there thinking. And then come that January, you know, that's when COVID just hit, hit 2020, you know, and everything started shutting down. So, you know, I thought, well, there you go. You know, he, he sure enough was warning us, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, uh, I had, uh, several, even in December and January was telling me that they were seeing him in different spots and different areas. And, and these were people that, you know, these were Indian folks, of course. And, you know, they, they always said, well, I didn't really believe it till I saw it. And then again, you know what happened in January, you know, that COVID picked back up, mm-hmm. you know. So again, you know, I, I think he's still here trying to help Indian folks, you know, and, but are we going to listen? Are we going to pay attention? You know, are we going to do what we're supposed to be doing? Or are you just going to get up and talk just like me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but, you know, sometimes, you know, to answer your question, you know, I, I do believe he is trying to send that message. And uh, I did that old Indian way, did that long four-hour speech, not say nothing. But <laughs> I say yes, you know, I, I, I do think, you know, when these individuals have seen him, there's a purpose behind it. We've got to figure it out or, you know, we've got to tap into our supernatural self and find out what these messages are all about. Yeah. Well, my next question, I guess, then is, is like we I there's, again, growing up, just hearing what I've heard is there's two types. We talked about the first one. The other one I've heard is Stajepko, which is long man. Now, is that the same thing or is that, I mean, can you speak on that at all? Yeah, that's the one that we were, the one I was talking about. Oh, you know, okay, okay, it's, okay. It's the Japko and means tall man. Oh, okay. And uh, like I was saying, you know, to me, he he was a good one. You know, he's yeah. the one who brought you things, and he's also a messenger. You oh, know, okay. Like I was saying, you know, okay. he's the one that uh, helps you out. But it's his twin that's the one you one gotta you, you oh, gotta okay. watch out, okay. not not name him. You okay. know, because he's the one that's gonna cause havoc you know and sickness and other things and those medicine people you know uh they have a song you know in there and it kind of talks about that and you know some of these medicine songs are so old they're in the original languages Mm -hmm. so and, and now I'm speaking for Muscogees. Now I'm not speaking for any other tribe, but you know some of these songs are in those original languages, mm-hmm. and some people today they they just reference this one's for sickness, mm-hmm. or this one's for this kind of witching. But those old ones knew that this song was was meant for certain things. Yeah. I guess the one I guess I'm almost kind of nervous to even describe the one that I get asked about a lot because I had mentioned it one time and now it becomes like a thing on the on the show is it's long man like the one with the long appendage is that the one that we're not supposed to be talking about 
Correct. He's the one okay. with the red eyes. Okay. He's the one that's known to you okay. know cause havoc. Okay. okay. Sickness and, and you know yeah. they, they say you know again you're not really supposed to you know visit you know talk about him you know uh, because he'll hear you. Okay. And you know a lot of people they'll have those experiences not even realize right that they're suffering from those kind of things right right you know and you know again i don't know who really kind of talks about those kind of things anymore and um i mean you know the 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 specifics of that you know they might right. be out there spouting out his name calling him you know and not realizing what they're unleashing right you know so i don't know i don't know yeah Maybe 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 it's all explained because I had said that and then I had all those things happen like my computer went down. <laughs> you know what I mean? I kept having hiccup after hiccup after hiccup trying to get this show like back on the air, and so maybe that was just maybe a part of it. Um, you know, I kind of I have medicine that I washed off with and you know um, that I had gotten and that kind of seemed to put everything kind of back in perspective for me you know but that's just again i try not to speak too much on those because those are just real personal things to me and mm -hmm. so i don't really like to speak too much on things like that to the publicly you know just my family and stuff but um but that that makes to me a lot of sense you know because ever since i said that and then like we, we brought it up a couple of times it was brought up at the the indian market mm -hmm. remember and then like it just seems like Almost every time I try to do something, it just never happens. You know what I mean? Like something will come up, even if it's something. Sometimes it's minor, sometimes it's major, but it's like something's stopping me from pushing forward. And so, I mean, that to hear you talk like that makes a lot of sense to me. You know, like, and I know mm -hmm. now, you know, that I shouldn't just speak on those things if I don't know. You know, mm -hmm. and that's something that's common sense to me. But like, you know what I mean? But now when you hear it, like. It just means something different to me, you know. I have a whole new respect and a whole new perspective on it, you know what I mean, so. Yeah, you know, a lot of these things that, you know, people want to talk about, you know, they're real, you know, and people don't realize how real they are, you know. Just like you were saying, you, you never had any idea of why all this stuff is happening. Right. You know, but those old ones would say, you know, don't don't speak of it because it's going to come around. And it's going to cause havoc. That's what those things are meant for. They're old and sometimes they're hard to get rid of. Right. And, you know, you keep calling them and calling them. They're going to take over. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, that might be the end. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, but over for that, man, I really appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I've learned so much. Like, we were going like 30 minutes or something like that. But, now, man, we could sit here all day long. Now, Chris, is there like, do you think there's a same thing for every spiritual thing? Like, like these entities, like a good and a bad? Like for all across maybe in the country? Yeah. I mean, I've I've mentioned that before. You know, all these beings, you know, they all had good, you know, and then you had your evil, you know, Indian folks, especially they're all g good or evil. No, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but no, um, you know, even with Indian folks, you know, we had a good concept of good and evil, you know, uh, 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 a 
a happy hunting ground, as some natives, you know, say. And then you have that cursed world. That cursed world is for the ones that didn't live right, didn't do things properly. The ones that hurt, hurt people and uh, did not so good things, you know. So that kind of world is, 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 uh, is uh, something that we don't realize as Indian folks that, you know, we're going to go out and, you know, talk and influence people in a bad way. Well, we're going to have to answer for those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Just because you're up there, you know, trying to, I don't know how you say, uh, coerce people to do negative things, then you're going to have to answer for that. And, you know, if you're going to do bad to people, you're going to have to answer for that, too. And, you know, that was across the board with every tribe. You know, they always believed that. They would say, you know, live that good life. You know, stay on that red road, as they might say, you know, and and try to do good. Because, you know, sooner or later, you're going to have to answer for your crimes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, you know, that's that's also the same belief in that Christian belief, but... You know, again, you've got perpetrators even in that realm. So, you know, again, the way I look at it, either way, you need to be a good person. You know, not try to do negative things, you know. But Creeks were bad about that. You could get them mad and that's it, boy. (laughs) Creeks, they take it beyond the grave, so. (laughs) You ain't lying. (laughs) (laughs) Don't even think you just... Cut them off. Uh, I'm like, uh, you never... <laughs> it, it, I've seen it, man. You'd be tight with people, and then some one day, man, you just, like, you don't even exist. Like, you just... What's, what's crazy, shunned. too, what's crazy too is we get that bad rap, too, because <laughs> wherever I go, you know, they'll say, you're Muscogee Creek? Oh, you better watch that guy. You better watch that. Don't eat it. Don't eat around him or drink around him. Boy, he'll put something in your food or in your water. Four days, you can be... <laughs> That's going to be it. So, you know, I'm like, ah, but, you know, again, you know, Creeks, they get that bad image. So, I don't know. Well, in all your travels, and I mean, you go all over the United States, right? I mean, you've been up to like Washington, you've been up into uh, all Pacific Northwest, Northern California, and you've been pretty much everywhere, all over Indian country, right? Yes. What is one of the, like, the most, like, I don't want to say crazy, but like the most intense story that you've come across involving like a, a tall man <clears throat> or one that sticks out like man like you're in it now I would have to say uh, I've heard some stories from up in Canada and I always give those Canadians you know props man because they got some crazy stories <laughs> you know some wild stories but you know uh this was a story that kind of hit home to me or something I could relate to. You know, this, uh, you know, up in Canada, you know, when I was up there, you know, it wasn't highly populated in a lot of these areas. You know, you have community here about 200 miles away. You have another community. They weren't close communities. And so these individuals, they kind of lived out outskirts of a reservation mm-hmm. and uh they live lived in this home and uh 
it was it, it was built by that family and anyway they were kind of successful they had a few animals you know uh kind of like farmers i guess you might say and you know they were doing good you know uh i guess the husband you know he was a prominent uh person in that indian community and uh of course when you're like that sometimes you got enemies you don't even know you know and they start having uh problems with their cattle and uh one by one, you know, their cattles, their cows, or whatever you want to call them, got, uh, mm, I don't know how you say, massacred. You know, they'd find it, you know, be all cut up, half eaten. They thought it was wolves or something. So, you know, they put out these traps and start putting up this, this kind of electrical wiring around their cows, you know. And, but it kept happening, you know. And, um, uh, I guess they had some children, you know, that would go out and help feed those cows and the hogs. And it started with the cows and then the hogs, you know, they would, they would just end up missing, you know, all together and they'd go hunt, hunt for them and they'd find a, uh, uh, we call it like, uh, bones here and there. And they mm. took it in and and had those bones tested and come, come find out was those pigs, you know, those hogs, you know. So whatever it was was taking just devouring them, you know, just devouring them. But the thing about it is that when an animal eats, you know, these hogs or whatever, you don't sprinkle those bones or put it in orders, you know. Mm. So these bones were in a specific order. Well, anyway, this guy, he kind of knew. He said, you know, something, something's up. And anyway, he went to, I guess, one of their uh, medicine people, I guess. And he uh, looked at things, I guess. And he told him, he said, you know, somebody's witching you. They're bringing this uh, stick man, stick mm. figure, come to you. It's, it's what's eating, eating your cattle eating your hogs and uh, it's going to start bringing sickness and death into that home he said uh, this is a very 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 powerful medicine old medicine he said uh, so we're going to have to ask for that ancient one to come and help he said you're going to have to put out offerings and do things and uh he said uh, they went and went into town and got the things that they need for their offerings. And uh, they set that out. And, you know, of course, he, that uh, medicine man gave him some herbs and tobacco to smoke and a song to sing. And he said, you know, if this pleases that being, then he'll come and he'll take care of that thing for you. And uh, so he did everything what he was asked to do. You know, he burned that tobacco, left those offerings. You know, did that for four days, sung this song every morning, every noon, every evening, like he was told to do. 
Anyway, they heard uh, something way out in the field. Sound like uh, wolves fighting. Said you could hear, you know, those bites and scratches, and you could hear things rustling around and rolling around. Anyway, uh, make a long story short, you know, it that lasted all night till the sun came up. When that sun began to rise, they said it got quiet. It got eerie quiet. They thought, well, it's got to be a bad sign if it's eerie quiet. So they waited and waited, you know, until the sun fully come out. And he went to that medicine man and uh, asked him, said, boy, we heard uh, something going on out in the field. You know, and he said, well, what you heard was that old ancient being. He heard your cry. And he, he accepted your offerings. And you came to him in that good way, you know. And so he came to do battle for you. And he 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 took that thing out. He said, in a couple of days, you're going to hear whoever did that to you. They're no longer going to be around. And so, sure enough, the one that they thought did that to him was gone, you know. And it was someone that you know was very adamant against him very mm-hmm. outspoken you know so anyway they put one and one together and they knew that this took place but to me that was a story you know of you know bigfoot type entity doing a good thing mm-hmm. you know in a good way you know and it, it took uh, a lot of things and a lot of things that he talked about those were things that you know I had heard growing up and to me I thought wow that's amazing this is from way up in Canada to hear a story like that and I'm like that was amazing you know that was an (laughs) awesome story yeah whoa (laughs) I've never heard of that one like doing battle you know what I mean like Man, something. <laughs> well, it makes sense, like, because if there's good and bad, then, like, you could call on that good one to, you know, battle that bad, whatever is, you know, bothering you, trying to bother you or something. Yep. <laughs> what I was going to uh, say, you know, uh, uh, another story that, you know, uh, I think is, is, uh, Good, you know, especially for our Muscogee Creek youth to kind of research and, and, and to look at is, you know, the stories of, of Jitta Harjo when he was hiding out down in that Eufaula area. There's a lot of materials about him down there hiding out. And it talks about him being around those people, mm-hmm. those Bigfoots, and how they taught him that invisibility song. And he utilizes that, you know, and you hear all those stories where he's right there next to, you know, that Calvary and they can't even find him, you know. And, and so, you know, he credits, you know, learning that, you know, from them, you know, and, um, of course there was other, uh, well-known, uh, I guess how you say 
Creek practitioners that would kind of tell you the same thing that they learned that song, you know, from them. Yeah. And uh, they were known to be able to travel from one point to another, great distances. Yeah. And a lot of this is documented, you know, so it's things that you can look up and, yeah. and uh, read about. And to me, that's pretty awesome if you get a chance to, you know, kind of do that. Yeah, I was going to ask you if there's any books or resources that you recommend, because I love the Chito Harjo stuff. I mean, that story is is incredible anyway. Um, but, you know, like when you, you get these white folks that write it and things get twisted, and so I didn't know, like, if there was, like, a definitive book that you feel is, like, correct. <laughs> Well, uh, I can't think any right off the top of my head, but I do know that there are, you know, books that were written by our Muscogee people, mm-hmm. excuse me, uh, that talks about those kind of things, you know, and uh, I'm trying to think of that one. I know he was a low, and boy, he could really caught a lot of heck for writing that book. Was it a, what was that? I have one that was uh, Creek Indian Medicine Ways. I think that was it. Uh, with is it? Uh, oh, what was his name? Was it William? What was it? Uh, Dave, David. Uh, yeah, that's uh, it. What, Lewis. David Lewis. Yes, correct. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he's an interesting old boy. I've actually met him a few times, and uh, man, you just you see wisdom in his face. And the one thing that like I met him probably about four or five times. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one thing I always remember about him is no matter what time of year, no matter what time, he had ladybugs, like, just all over his clothes all the mm. time. It was like, and I just, I never asked him because it's like I knew better. But now I kind of wish I, I had because, like, I sort of lost contact with him. And I'm sure he's passed away, you mm. know. Um, but I do have that book, and he signed my book. And he, he'd visit with me a lot. And I did learn a lot from him, you mm. know, just kind of talking and and stuff like that and um yeah but that that was the book i i have that book and i think that's actually on amazon still mm. i think but i don't know they used to have uh videos and writings of uh philip deer uh down there at creek nation and uh i don't know what last time i went down there to look at one of those videos they couldn't find it you know so i, I don't know family ticket or what yeah. you know and but, you know, a lot of things he would go over, you know, some of that was, you know, those kind of things talked about, you know, uh, the Bigfoots and, and little people and, you know, and he, he kind of talked about the kind of the, the good things and the bad things, yeah. you know, and also, uh, they used to have a recording of, uh, oh, Man, I can't think his name again. You know, I know he was a low, but I can't remember. But he was from down that uh, Henrietta area, and uh, I guess uh, this was like recorded in the fifties. You know, him talking about you know supernatural beings mm-hmm. and things like that. But you know, last time I checked, you know, uh, of course they got whole new people working down there at the tribe you yeah. know and so yeah. i don't know they they never could find any of that material when i mm. looked but you know i had seen it when i was a, a teenager 
you know, uh, uh, and, um, I, I got to view it then and, you know, I, that, all that stuff always, you know, fascinated me, you know, since I was the young, young, young guy, always like listening to things like that. But, you know, um, there's other recordings of other, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of some, uh, my mind just went blank. Might be a reason, no. <laughs> but, uh, um, there were some recordings of other tribes, you know, that, you know, kind of talked about things like that. And, um, I always thought it was fascinating to hear those kind of stories in, in the, in depth of what they put in there, because you don't hear those kind of things anymore. You know, right. people just, you know, go over it or they try to scare somebody with just saying it, you know, and it, you didn't really get an education out of it. Right. Like, like you should, you know, the reasons why not to say these things, or if you do by accident, what do you, what do you do? You right. know, and today, you know, you don't, you don't really hear those kind of things, but anyway, yeah. I just wanted to kind of throw that out there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Those are the stories I was telling you about. I mean, I guess I should have, I, again, like, I don't know, really want to not say out people, but protect people's families and identities and things like that that's but that's where i got those stories from you know just the two stories that i had heard uh kind of growing up that was back in my my gosh late 20s probably when i was just still kind of getting into it you know what i mean just learning about culture and learning about you know just traditional ways and i couldn't thank him enough for just even wanting to sit down and mm-hmm. and visit with me we'd sometimes meet down there at the the old uh the little center there right across the little oh my gosh man like the gas station mm-hmm. <laughs> there in Altmokey right across from the tribal complex mm-hmm. and they had like a subway in there and we just sit and visit you know and but anyway super interesting guy and I mean it never even dawned on me to like of course we didn't really have capabilities like we do now where like I just set my phone down and record it it'd mm-hmm. have to be bringing in like one of the old school tape recorders or stuff like that you know mm-hmm. but it just never dawned on me to try to record that or even ask him, you know, I was just sort of surprised that he was willing to do that, you know, but it, I don't know. I think like he might've known that his time was, mm. and he had told me, he said, you know, he didn't feel like there was people he could pass this on to like in his mm. family. Like, I don't know what he meant by that, but, and I don't mean to speak ill of anybody, but yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But he just said that like all of this, all of his experience, all of his knowledge, like it's got to be passed down, but you got to pick, the right person, you know what I mean, I guess, or somebody that, I don't know, that's just what he told me. (laughs) And he might not even said family, he just said, there's there's nobody that I know that's not worth, but not not worth, that's not the right word I'm using, but just not the right person. There's no person that he felt comfortable enough that's in that position to carry it on. Yeah, those old ones used to say that, you know, when it came to these things, you know, you had to live a good life. Right. You know, nowadays everybody smokes a little and and drinks a little and, you know, but their life was really structured. Right. You know, and this wasn't just a creek thing. This was, you know, when I visited a lot of these uh, uh, medicine people from different tribes, you know, the rules were kind of the same, you know. Mm -hmm. You don't eat after women that's on their moon or you don't let women on their moon touch your food or your plate, you know, they don't sit in your chair. It wasn't just a 
a, a man thing. It was to keep your your medicine strong. And there were certain things that if a woman practiced, you know, making medicine, there were certain things that she didn't do either. You know, she didn't, you know, sleep around or mm-hmm. do, you know, ungodly things, you know, and and uh, that allowed her to practice those type of ways. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but the key to both sides was to be humble, you know, not to be that one out there flashing everything, and you know, mm-hmm. because you had to be so humble that, you know, you never took credit for anything. You gave it all to the creator, mm-hmm. you know. You mm-hmm. were just a tool. Mm-hmm. And you, you you did it that way, you know. You didn't do help people because you were a keen guy. You did it because that's what the creator would want you to do. Right, right, right. And so nowadays, you know, I can see that being a problem because people want to worship man right. more than they do God or the creator, you know. And so I can see, you know, these families having, you know, a tough Those time issues. passing some of these things down. You know, I got some relatives, too. I, I just know. No. <laughs> <laughs> They'd, they'd be on YouTube right now, boy. So you well, want to hex somebody? So for nine ninety five, I will hex whoever you want. Well, that's the other thing too that is brought up a lot too. You know, like I mean, you do see a lot of that, and like I have learned real quick. You know, when Facebook came up, like you just don't share that stuff. I mean. It's not because, I mean, it is just because it's it's just something that's sacred, you know what I mean? And it just shouldn't be shared. It's very personal. and But I do see people out there. I'm sure you run across it, too. Man, they show everything. Ceremony. Uh, 20 bucks. I do a meeting for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that name, that key name. <clears throat> 25. I'll throw in a T-shirt yeah. with it. No. <laughs> Well, then people tell you, like, your Indian name. I was like, well, you know, you're not really supposed to be called that. We're not supposed to talk about it outside of the grounds. You know, you can't, I just can't tell you because we're not in the place for me to tell you. Mm. Things like that, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Have it tattooed on them. And I mean, that's all well and good. I'm not talking ill of those people, but I'm just saying, like, it is more free now. And I think that's where a lot of people get in trouble because where you, you, we just talked about, like, I didn't know that you probably shouldn't say the other thing you know what i mean no one's ever really they told me about it but they never said don't talk about it don't say it out loud now i know that i wouldn't say it after dark i know that much which is probably why we're doing this in the middle of the day another reason (laughs) (laughs) this is the earliest episode i've ever i've ever recorded (laughs) yo i know like uh well, we were supposed to do the other one at eight thirty, so that's probably a reason why. No, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, like it was, I was like, oh, it's gonna be dark when we talk about. It. I know, <laughs> so. isn't it? I, I, I thought the same thing. There's a reason why. Like you're busy tonight, you're busy tonight, I'm busy tonight. It's like, you know what I mean? Like it all. Creator put it, put this podcast together, and put us all together today. That's right. That's and right. I appreciate. I appreciate that. So. <laughs> Well, uh, do you have any other questions, or do you want to kind of close it out? What are you thinking? Hmm. We should do like a like yeah plans for the summer, like to do like remember he did it like you went around he we you did like the storytelling. 
Well, I guess I'm uh, storytelling, but you know what you did during October. Yeah, yeah. You gonna do? Do you do that during the summer, like summertime stories? I, I try to. I try to, but you know, mm-hmm. um, like I said, the past couple of years, COVID's really put a put a negative thing and stuff. You know, uh, I was supposed to start doing some stuff in January, but everything got postponed and moved. So, mm-hmm. and I'm still waiting word. You know when we can start doing some stuff again. So I was all excited for January because I thought I was going to kick off with some ghost hunts and Bigfoot investigations and all kinds of stuff, but, you know, got pushed back a little bit further. So hopefully Mm -hmm. we'll we'll see how it goes. Was that you that had that Facebook Live video of the uh, Honka stories down in Altmulgee? Oh that, yeah, who shared that? It's still well, you, my, he had that. Oh, you had that, but on, I did go to that. Yeah, okay. And you went. I was watching it. I watched as much as I could because some of them old folks are long winded. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing too because some of them old boys are like, "Sit down." <laughs> well, that 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 part you're talking about kind of cracked me up because I thought that young man was going to tell something. I thought yeah. he was going to tell a. Cause you know he got off talking about how he had bad you know bad luck and you know all this stuff and I thought he's gonna say at the end the shadow was sitting there or something but you know the crazy thing about that we had a lot of experiences while we were down there at that event the coolest thing though I thought was cool you know during that time you know everybody was kind of get mad at that young guy for going on and on and on and and. Uh, this uh elder creek you know he had this old res van you know it was so resed out he didn't have car keys he had a screwdriver that started that <laughs> that van and uh anyway during that young man's talking that van started beeping like he had Whoa. like a updated uh security system mm-hmm. and everybody said Press your button, press your button. He said, I don't even got keys for that car. <laughs> <laughs> so it's nineteen eighty something van and he said he don't have that on there. He said, I don't even got keys, so he had to go over there and start it up. And didn't even start. So I think the spirits wanted him to sit down too. <laughs> I think so too, but that that was pretty crazy. I, I remember that. But I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. I didn't know he yeah, I thought it was a, an alarm system or something. I remember that. <laughs> oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't know. Like, I just thought it was somebody's car going off for some reason. So. Yeah, and that was weird. Everybody thought, you know, they t- kept telling him, press that button. Yeah. He said, I don't even got no button. That so screwdriver. I know. <laughs> that button on that screwdriver. Squeeze his pliers together. <laughs> I said, man, that was, that was crazy. But. <clears throat> oh, man. <laughs> Well, I sure appreciate you sitting down with us today and, and talking. I mean, I, I, both of you guys, I have really, really enjoyed this. I wish we could do this for another hour. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think we all got places to be this evening, and so we're probably going to cut it here. Uh, but Chris would, and Russell, would you be interested in coming back to the show? And I think uh, we'll do, there's a film called Dear Woman, and maybe we can talk about that. If, uh, awesome, awesome. If you want to talk about Dear Woman. I know that's kind of popular right now with uh, res- Reservation Dogs. and There is that scene, though, uh, not to keep 
going on, but <laughs> a reservation dog. Tall man does make an appearance mm-hmm. in reservation dogs, and so still still topical, still a, a thing, you know, amongst natives, and it's no joke. It's uh, it's something that in our communities we take very serious, and you know. Um, so I just appreciate everybody listening, and I hope you guys enjoyed this. I know I have enjoyed the hell out of this. <laughs> like I said, yeah. I could sit here another hour, two hours if I if I had the time, but uh, just keep going on and on. So we're just gonna cut it here, and just want to say, Mado, do you want to shout out your where people can find you? Oh yeah, so find Oki Podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify, pretty much everywhere. I'd say Google it or Google my name, and it should come up. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Oki Podcast. And then Russell Must Forty Nine is my other pod, other Instagram, and then my personal on Facebook is Russell Sun Eagle, and then go like the Okie Podcast page on Facebook. All right, Chris, you want to tell people where they can find you? Uh, you can find me at that bridge over there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me a sandwich. No, I'm just kidding. Bring me a good one too. No, I'm just. <laughs> Pork chop sandwich. Yeah, no. Uh, only thing I guess find me on Facebook, Christopher Hill. That's about it. But right. I sure appreciate this opportunity, and hopefully, I was helpful. Oh, but absolutely, but oh. So that wraps up episode one of Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation. What'd you guys think? I was keen. That was a lot of fun. We had an absolute blast. Uh, if you could not tell. And we, I know for a fact that we easily could have gone another hour or so, um, but we'll definitely have to return to the subject. And we're going to be getting together here probably the next few weeks and doing another one of these. Uh, um, if you guys like, we're going to talk about something that's sort of popular right now that, to my surprise, that wasn't uh, a well-known being or a well-known entity, uh, Dear Woman. And so we're going to talk about her uh, in the next few weeks. But we're kind of going to put this out there. Um, if, if any of the listeners out there, if you have any type, uh, any type of you know, like experience or you have a story of your own that you've heard um, concerning, you know, Indian uh, uh, supernatural beings, uh, we'd love to hear from you and we'd love to hear your story and, and maybe even invite you on the show. So if you're interested, you can find us at Skoden underscore cinema at Instagram. Uh, I also have a Facebook page, just Skoden Cinema. You can email me your story, though, at uh, skodencinema at gmail.com. Like I said, we'd love to hear from you and um, like might even invite you to partake in our show or our discussion. Uh, we're always looking for new new, new content, and maybe you're it. So, uh, Mado for, for listening, Mado for, for all the support. And I uh, just wanted to say, uh, meet me back here in about two weeks, uh, two, three weeks probably. Um, I'm going to be discussing the 1972 Bigfoot film, the first actual Bigfoot film. It's really the one that, that kicked it all off, that, that made Bigfoot uh, uh, who he is today, the legend that he is today. Um, it's called The Legend of Boggy Creek. It's from 1972 by Charles B. Pierce. Uh, I, I think this is available uh, through Amazon. I don't think that it's on YouTube or anything. But, uh, yeah, check it out. It's a pretty keen film. Uh, it, it's, it's different. <laughs> it's a, a early 70s film, so uh, just kind of, you know, uh, it, it's, it's a slow burn. But it's, it's super interesting, and I can't wait to discuss it uh, with you guys, and hopefully you'll get a kick out of that. 
I also want to say, um, if you're not doing anything this coming Thursday, March the 10th, uh, head on out to the Shrine, uh, with all due respect, is, is hosting a, a comedy show featuring my good friends, uh, uh, Oki Podcast, uh, f- friend of the show, Russell Sun Eagle, also uh, Toke Signals. So please go out there and uh, support those guys. Um, I love them like brothers, and, and they, they deserve uh, uh, all, all your love as well. Uh, tickets are just $5. Uh, I think the doors open at 8, and the show starts at 9. Uh, I've mentioned uh, on my uh, Instagram story, unfortunately, due to the ice and snow that we had, uh, they rescheduled our parent-teacher conference. And so, uh, of course... Uh, Murphy's Law is, is, is whatever can go wrong, will go wrong, and that, that rings true for me because they, they moved and rescheduled the conferences for the 10th of March, and so unfortunately I had to step out, but they have a very special guest all the way from California, Oakland, California, uh, uh, Kevin McNez is, is, is going to join the join the, the boys uh, up on stage and if you're not a, a follower of East Society go smash that subscribe button this guy's all over the map I, I he has so many shows if you like a film I guarantee you he's covered it on, on one of his many uh, shows and uh, I just I love that guy to death and, and once again um, man just go out there and give them uh, love and, and, and support so that's about all I have here for Skoden Cinema uh, Maro for, for listening and, and don't forget to uh, rate and review this podcast it definitely helps people find the show uh, share it tell your friends, tell your tell your neighbors because uh, 2022 is the year of the Skoden Cinema so Maro and, and we'll see you in a few weeks